Welcome to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast, where a few friends sit down every two weeks to play some games and record the fun for you, the listeners. Arriving at the secret rebel planet called Dak, or Mancala, depending on who you ask, our heroes get in touch with a few old friends and get a bite to eat. The party gets some surprising news, which leads them to do what they do best. Go to a bar! Will this revelation be too much to take? Find out in episode 13, Shore Leave. Alright, let's go around and let everyone know who is here. So, as always, I'm Jamie, and I'll be your jam today. I'm Andrew, I'm playing Davik Ulat, the Duros Engineer Mechanic. I'm Brittany, I'm playing Cass Wakehoit, the Ace Gunner, who's also a Squadron Leader. I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Chad Lackbrett, the Ace Driver. I'm Jason, and I'm playing Vec Tilma, the Human Demo Man. And I'm Alan, and I'm playing Gardolo. Cass has something she wants to say before we land. Frustrations towards each other, at least for the moment set aside, you do make the rest of the trip in relative peace. As time goes on, Gar is going to get a lot less embarrassed about his partial nudity. (laughs) How does that go for you guys? (laughs) I'm used to it. (laughs) Yeah, because I suspect he's probably passed out naked in the bunk a few times. (laughs) Oh, I'm used to it before. Like, I'm used to it when I work for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, with the bunk, I mean, like, literally the worker's bunk. Oh, yeah. Because he probably goes uh, drinking with the employees. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, so do we call his father? I don't know. But he's naked. Yeah? Yeah, he totally is naked. <laughs> it probably takes Cass about, how long are we out there? Four weeks? Three and a half weeks. It probably takes her three weeks and six days to get used to it. <laughs> but she probably eventually gets used to it. It's probably going to be, like, three days, maybe four, before he starts walking around with just the hat. Yeah. <laughs> and Cass probably does, like, a triple take every single time and, like, just changes like, whatever she's doing. It's, she goes it's the not that he makes a point of it, but it's just that he's got nowhere to go. He's kind of bored. <laughs> so he'll get up to get a shower and, you know, he towel off. And then when he's done toweling off, just keep going on to whatever else he's doing. Cass <laughs> is always fully dressed. <laughs> always. <laughs> His level of clothing goes in cycles, right? Because he'll feel at some point that he should get dressed, and he'll get dressed, and then he'll just slowly decline again. <laughs> All right, so Chad it's... is frequently seen shirtless and oiled playing volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> Play with the boys, playing yeah. background. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're getting ready to land, or not getting ready to land. We're getting ready to come out of hyperspace, I presume. Yep. And I so... will be fully clothed, and <laughs> at this point, I call everyone in and get them around the table. So, I feel that I need to address this before we land. The day that I met you guys, I said the mission came first and I didn't care what happened to you guys. That we were not friends, that the cause was greater than any one of us. Oh, shoot. I kind of pause on that a little bit. Cass, I remember that story a little different. (laughs) However, turn of events has made me realize that that is not always the right way to be. I've never failed a mission before, and that last mission, we failed spectacularly, and I... Which mission? To keep the prince safe. Oh. I promised... I was assigned that mission from... Komar. Komar. And I also promised the prince I would do whatever it took to keep him safe. I have clearly failed in this. And I just want you guys to know that I will do absolutely everything in my power to make sure that I do not fail you the same way. That will, like, put a hand on your shoulders, like, we, we don't cast. It wasn't you. We're still sticking together. It, it wasn't... 
Oh, come here, darling. I pick you up a giant hug and stand up with you. He's like, I won't call you darling after today. <laughs> that was beautiful. Cass just kind of awkwardly hugs him back. He's like, thanks, Scar. Yeah. Standing like two feet off the ground. Yeah. Like... Jan will walk over and just tussle your hair. Do you actually say thank you, Gar? Because I'm picturing a big hug. Yeah. You're like, ah, thanks, Gar. Yeah, thanks, Gar. Um, We're getting him back. Set you down. No, no, no. We're, we're getting him back. We're a couple of rogue mechanics and pilots, and well, Gar, and <laughs> we sapper tunneled into a castle. Hearing back from you, anyway. They shot apart a, a walker. Basically, anytime that we're given a job that feasibly shouldn't even work, we make it work somehow. This didn't work because we weren't there. We're gonna get him back. Cass appreciates the sentiment. She mm. doesn't fully agree with it. She doesn't think that it's a possibility. She thinks the prince is already dead. Mm. But she doesn't say that. Cass is, like, really, really, really choked up and really, really, really embarrassed that she's choked up. And so she goes to her punk. <laughs> says, uh, Jad, take us in. Jad will walk off to the cockpit and start making landing prep. You want to take co-pilot? Sure. Stay in the hold. <laughs> yep. So you guys pop in, you know, the indicator light flashes that you are uh, uh, at the point where you're... You know, approaching dropout. Yeah, approaching dropout from hyperspace. And you do drop out from hyperspace on the absolute far edge of the system. Did you see where it is on the map? No, I didn't actually look at the map. It is I the mean, middle of the nowhere. It, oh yeah, this is so all like... The, we, we were here. It's here. Okay. So we are like actually, literally, like literally the beyond the rim. <laughs> yeah, not quite, but close. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably the second safest alliance held territory, with New Alderaan being the only one that, like, no one knows where that is. Actually, screw the hole. I'm going to be standing in the middle of the flight deck with my arms braced up so I can see what's going on. <laughs> I'm assuming it probably has the same kind of setup, like two seats in each. That's my yeah. assumption. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I kind of want to be looking over your shoulder and seeing what you're doing. (laughs) So uh, this is a planet that both Cass and actually Jad have been to before, but they are the only two who have, because Mon Cala, as it is known through the Republic and the Empire, and uh, natively it's known as Dak, which is how it's often referred to in Rebellion, out of respect to the species, both of them. Because essentially, for the quick history lesson, the Mon Calamari were the first people that explorers met, and so it was named Mon Cala. And eventually the Corrin, the other major species of this planet, got a little offended by that. <laughs> but, you know, Canadians don't get that offended at North America, so... Eh. <laughs> People just kind of let it glaze over. It hasn't become a pressing social rights issue at this point. <laughs> and uh, off in the distance, and as I said, fairly far away. Like, enough that far away that it's a softball-sized ball in the middle of your view, rather than being a, a massive planet, is the planet of Dak, which is mostly swirling blues and greens, as it's a majorly water planet. And surrounding the planet, almost looking as you picture like the rings of Saturn looking, is a massive shipyard that encircles the entire planet. The shipyards of Dak, where uh, a number of the Rebellion's ships of all sizes are built, uh, including the famed and impressive Mount Calamari cruisers. And it is also, because of its highly protected and secretive nature, a very good place to train pilots, which is why you two have been here. It's where the Starfighter Academy is actually based out of. However, the fact that she knows how to get there is still somewhat impressive, because you don't. You came in on a transport where you weren't allowed to look out the window. You left on a transport where you weren't allowed to look out the window. 
narratively speaking, you were probably given the coordinates when you became like an actual commander of, of something where it was like, in emergency, use this. Yeah. But, but yes. A la the Star Wars Legacy yeah. comic. It's probably not quite that massive no. at this point, seeing as that's 100 years away. But yeah, same basic idea. Yeah, now that the stress of the situation is mostly gone and uh, it's no longer distracting, Vec, Vec is going to be lavishly throwing a lot of attention onto that gigantic crate with a bomb in it. By the time we're actually approaching, Cass is in the car. Yep. As you guys approach, your uh, radar starts beeping up with uh, a few blips. As you can see, a flight of fighters making their way uh, from the shipyards towards you. As they get closer, you identify them as V-Wing fighters. Howdy. You hear somewhat, you know, perplexed voices. They're not used to being the ones who get radioed. <laughs> uh, as you're, uh, Hi, this is a uh, unidentified freighter. Please identify you know, unidentified freighter. Please state your uh, you know name and intention. Well, I reckon I should let my superior officer do that. One second, sir. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is Flight Officer Cassie Wakehoit of the Platinum Minoc requesting permission to land. There's a moment of pause, and the voice comes back towards you. Of uh, good to hear your voice, Flight Officer. This is Swordfish Leader. One minute while we clear your credentials. Just gonna put through. So, while we're waiting for that swordfish, what's a good place to get a bite to eat down there? Jad will once again face Paul. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it rude to order the first part of the surf and turf on this place? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Moncal is, has seafood as an export listed. You hear, uh, there's kind of a pause and like a... Uh, no, it's not rude. Uh, sorry. Actually, I, you, any place you recommend? Gar. We're going to keep the comms channel clear on this one, Minoc. Well, I apologize, but, sir. Gar. Please. Was clear on the credentials. I waited until the official business was done. <laughs> Thank you, Gar. I've got it. I promise we'll get... I'm hungry. Swordfish 1 to Minoc, you are cleared for landing. Please fall into formation with us. We will guide you down. Thank you, sir. See, you ain't talking. Just wait. Are you talking? Just wait. Are you talking? Ah, <laughs> uh, just like that, things are back to normal. <laughs> Hashtag damn it, Gar! <laughs> I don't have Twitter on this. You using the comm? You're the commanding officer. Of course you get to use the comm. You ain't talking. <laughs> we will wait until we land, and then I promise I will get you food. Well, that doesn't allow me to be friendly with Swordfish Leader. <laughs> How can I do that? You don't need to be friendly with Swordfish Leader right now, Gar. Please. No manners went on your planet? <laughs> this isn't my planet. My right, which is why it was important to be friendly. Damn. Just shake my head and look it off in his face. <laughs> Alright, so uh, the Minoc is guided down with the four V-Wings, uh, two in front and then one on either side. A, uh, essentially a civilian starport, although it has obviously been repurposed for military events. You see that there is a number of different ships of every kind, everything from heavy transports down to fighters here. And of course, you pass by the shipyards on the way, including seeing a number of the massive cruisers on your way down. And you have now arrived at Dak. So do they land with us, or do they guide us down and take off? No, they land with you. As soon as I figure out which one sort of fish leader is, I'm going to go longer <laughs> with that ship. Is there anyone there to meet us, or...? No, you came unannounced. No one yeah. was expecting you to show up. <laughs> yes. Would these guys mind that we have a highly illegal restricted bomb on the ship? Probably not, actually. Okay, just make sure. What species is it? Uh, Zebrak. Is it possible that I could have rigged up my uh, dead man switch to the bomb in the intervening room? Sure. Oh, goody. 
Would any of us have noticed that? <laughs> noticed that what? That probably would have helped. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Uh, I made a dead man switch detonator to the bomb. So, like, I, I can hold it down. If I ever let go, it'll explode. Oh. So I just don't hold it down. <laughs> Yeah, I probably would have helped because I'm trying to be like make an effort to be friendlier towards people. I don't keep it with me. I'm gonna keep it with the bomb until I have reason to do something with it. But I think it's important to have. You head over to Swordfish Leader as he's getting out of his V-wing. He has just touched down at this particular spot and he's climbing out, still in his flight suit, and you know pops off his helmet and you see his tan skin and the horns in his head, his brack, uh, as described earlier. And doesn't seem to notice you approaching at this particular moment. <laughs> I'm. What did I say? Six. Six foot one, carrying a hunting rifle over my shoulder in a full-length leather jacket and a cowboy hat. I didn't think anybody would not notice me coming. <laughs> I could specify more by saying that he might have noticed you, but doesn't realize you're walking towards him. Like uh, fair enough. <laughs> he's going through, like, post-flight, getting his droid out of the, out yep. of the thing, and checks off a checklist that one of the deckhands brings to him. Howdy, swordfish. Cast Can I help you take down that droid? following guard. <laughs> he uh, kind of turns around, and at this point, helmet's tucked under his shoulders, like, no, we got it. And, Oh, excellent. Offers a, you know, kind of takes his hand, and you are? My name's Gardolo. You? And I give him, like, a hearty, like, hand-popping handshake. It's just like... <laughs> he, uh, gives a smile, and he's like, Aaron Koth, swordfish leader. Well, I appreciate you flying us in. Let's do my job. Gotta admit, we weren't expecting you guys today. Well... Yeah, about that. Didn't leave under the best... You're up yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes? Hello there, sir. Um, flight officer Cass... We quite. We weren't expecting much of anything. We're sort of, uh, well, we're sort of in trouble. He <laughs> smiles a bit and he's like, describing the general state of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, well. Have you ever had a flight come in unannounced for good reasons? Good reasons, yes. But, really? But good reasons? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, an important distinction. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs. I mean, at this point, you know, the other viewings are landing, have landed in her, you know. The ones who were with him are also disembarking and kind of shutting theirs down. One second. He gives a shout over to one of his guys. He's like, get six, seven, and eight up in the air. I want the patrol up in ten seconds. And here, yes, sir. Well, I can see you're busy, so I'll keep my question brief. If I was looking to impress myself on the locals and sample the cuisine, where would a, a man as myself go? He kind of nods. He's like, oh, and he's a... Uh, Points past the exit of the starport. He's like, head out there. You'll hit the main road after a few minutes. Take a left. And about ten minutes down, you'll see a restaurant. The restaurant's called Aquarius. It's the uh, best sushi on the planet. <laughs> I suppose on this planet, that's saying something. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, thank you kindly. I'll let you get your birds back up. <laughs> no problem. See you guys around. Thank you, sir. Flight officer. No, I'm confused. Does he outrank you? Yes. Yes. As we're just kind of wandering off. Like, <laughs> yes, very much so. Yeah, huh. he would be a uh, commander. How do you tell? Is that the... Uh, I've got a motion to the insignia rank here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I must confess that uh, public education didn't have uh, alliance ranks in it. That's right. I didn't. I have no public education. Uh, <laughs> don't you have an alliance rank? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally do. Well, <laughs> I was, uh, you know how, to, how you got it or what? Well, I was, I was joking that it was probably sent to me in correspondence, and Obi has it, and I've never bothered to get it. Because it's never come up. Everybody seems to know who I am. And <laughs> while, after we landed, I'm assuming, like, while Gar and Cass went over to talk to uh, Aaron there, I'm assuming, like, the 
landing pad, like tech people would have come up and started to look at over our ship. Would they? Have? Oh yeah, and like yeah. there would have been like a docking official who okay. like kind of came up to kind of verify who you guys were. And I would have given the the fact that it my ship. I guess I would have. Handle what do you that mean area? that it's your ship? It's your ship. Yeah, yeah. So it, you know what I mean. You know There's I mean. no air quotes needed. Okay, so where does that leave me in the partial ownership? Though? It's still partially owned between the two. Yeah, yeah. It's just... That's what. So I guess I would have handled that aspect of it. Yeah, you're greeted by a, a Mon Calamari bureaucrat, essentially, who is pleasant enough to you, but at the same time can have some like, where am I going to put another freighter? Okay, uh, well, I think we have some room. Okay, yes, well, uh, where's the fuel going to come from either? Well, I suppose we can requisition from... I'll hold up my data pad and, like, suggest a, tra- a file transfer with, like, all the damage and stuff that, that would have happened. Fix this for me, will you? Well, no, but you know what I mean. It's like, hey, if, if you need help, let me know. Yes, I mean, in all honesty, once again, referring to Empire Strikes Back, it was definitely Han and Chewie fixing their own ship on Hoth. That's oh, probably yeah. what you'll be doing over the course of a few days. It's more of just like, uh, if you have any means to help me, yeah. In the process. I need a berth this big yeah, for yeah. this many hours. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. When can I get that? Like, yeah. here, are the, here are the damages that I need to repair. What are the facilities you could offer to heed me in that? Yeah. And Jed would be helping with that because yeah. he's used to it. That's why he's got a mechanics check. So, yeah. back to you. Yeah. yeah. And that will be sorted. I don't feel the need to roll yeah. through the specifics of that. So, so we can take we, off the whole so thing? We, so we come back. Is that what that was for? Uh, eventually you'll be able to, not yet. Okay. As we come back, I expect, well, I found us a good sushi place. What have you guys been doing? Making sure the ship's taken care of? Ah, that's, that's good, too. I would think so. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so... I'm back there? No, no, I got a recommendation from uh, Swordfish Leader. Apparently it's the best sushi on this planet. It's all ocean here, so that mighty fine, I think. It looks like there's a lot of work to be done here. I mean, could you bring something back? Well, I could. You got time in the berth right now? I kind of reach forward to your data pad kind of thing. Do we have time in a birth today? Like three days from now? Tomorrow? When? You were given a docking birth, and yeah. then you were given time in like a repair bay. They find you a spot three days from now. Okay. Yeah. I'll really then appreciate it. Well, I reckon I can help out in about three days. I don't see a point in twiddling my thumbs until then. I ain't never been here before. And I tossed the pad back in. Yep. As soon as finding out that it was going to be, you know, we weren't going to be able to start work on the ship now, Jad would have gone off in search of, like, the O-Club. I mean, Gar didn't mention the sushi restaurant, but when it is mentioned, both of you would actually know it as one of the, like, even when you guys were in the Academy, this is the city you would have done shore leave in. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should all go have some real food, and then, Jad, I was thinking we could hit up the Academy and see if... Well, Jad's already at the O-Club. At the what? The Officer's Club. Oh. Okay, so we didn't drive... No, you're not. I figure we should get food, place to stay, get some contacts. What do you say, Chief? Let's go. So we go to the Aquarius. As we sort of catch up to uh, Jad, because I'm assuming he would, probably would have had a little bit of head start. I'll just sort of like jab him a little bit. It's like, in Duries, I was like, don't let, don't have me take out the little leashes that Dad used to give us when he wasn't home. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> say a word about those to anybody. <laughs> I was like, hmm? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good planet that we could have had a race on that I could be like, be like Dengar 4 all over again. <laughs> In fact, it's just like looking between you guys. Man, I really gotta learn that, Doris. You guys seem to have a lot of fun. I'll just like look sideways to you and be like, it's a family thing, don't worry. <laughs> I know how that goes. I don't done speak a word of it. I still seem to have plenty of fun. <laughs> Different kind of fun. Alright, so I assume we get to the restaurant and oh, yeah. everybody has to order some food and. Yep, it's, it's a Star Wars sushi bar, so I mean, uh, 
you're sat down at like a booth table, but it's a booth table attached to the conveyor belt where the sushi goes by. There's also a bar that you can sit at if you'd rather sit there. Table, sushi goes by as you want it, drinks are uh, ordered, everything uses Rebel Alliance credits, although they're like, well, take Imperial if you have them. Like, you know, we can transfer them over for you. What's the price of the menu like? Not fast food cheap, but relatively priced. So, like, we're looking at a credit or two per piece. Okay, so, I mean, what? Like, I can get, a um, like, 21 credits or something like that? 21 credits would be a good meal drink, drinks included. Okay. For the first time in his life, Gar is going to have to think about money. <laughs> and picking up the menu, he's just going to pause and look at it for a minute. Oh. Vex is going to lean over a little bit. I got it, boss. <laughs> no? What what was it that he said? I don't know how you people do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I wouldn't want you to have to worry about this. I got it, boss. <laughs> no, no. I reckon it's important I learn how to do this now. I just... Do you want a little help? Well... We can help you out. What? I I ain't gonna order the, the 60 credit meal. Because that, that would probably not be right. But I do want to have a drink. Right. So I was thinking I'll get that one. <laughs> Beck is just like trying to... He's keeping the, the prices in his head. It's like he's going to explain it to him afterwards. It's like, okay, so you had this much. It's like, this is how much it actually costs to eat at this price for a certain amount of time. If you have four apples and you take away three apples, how many apples do you have? Well, no, it's, it's not like explaining basic math. But being like, this, this is how long that this money can get you sort of a thing. Yeah, it's like, how many times do you want to eat while you're here? Yeah. <laughs> After we order, Cass is going to get up and go over to the, the bar or whatever and try to, uh, I don't know, access a phone? I mean, we don't have to go through the, the specifics of that, but, you know, you'd stop off at a HoloNet terminal at some point, you'd make a call. And your guys' training officer at the time uh, would have been Commander Nyathal. Uh, she was a Mon Calamari female. We weren't here at the same time, were we? I leave that up to you for your choice, but you both had the same training officer, whether it was in different classes or at the same time. I was here about five years ago. Oh, suddenly it makes sense why you got the promotion, even if you're the same rank, seniority. Yep. You know, you could have trained on X-Wings and yeah. that sort of thing. Okay. Just like A-Wings are literally, okay. like, All right. the, the X-wings newest ships out there. Yeah, X-Wings it is. I just, you know... They're the ones that were literally designed and built to be the opposite of the Interceptor. Like, our X-Wings are faster! Shit, their interceptors are faster. Yeah. Our A-Wings are faster! <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're literally engines yeah. with a cockpit on it. Yeah. They really are. So, we might have had different, like, training squadron commanders, but she could have been, like, the wing commander. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Plus, we weren't here at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I was here five years ago. Yeah. So. Yep. Maybe four, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And then I mean, keep in mind, like, with most military training schools, you train on more than one type of aircraft, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. you'd have Y-Wing, you, like, Z-95s would have been your uh, X-Wing trainers. Yeah. Well, that's why you said they handle, like, what did you say? They handle, like, a pig? Yeah, they handle, like, a pig. Yeah. yeah. So, you would know that, because you've flown one. Yeah. Anyway, so I call her up. So it takes a bit of, you know, kind of back and forth to find her. Because when you first call, like, you know, you're looking for Commander Nyathal, and they're like, oh, we don't have a Commander Nyathal, just give me a sec. And, you know, ev eventually you were uh, bouncing around to a Colonel Nyathal, who is, in fact, the same one. And upon the conversation, you know, it's kind of, uh, oh, you're on planet. Yeah, I'll, I'll come meet you. So great that you'll meet at Aquarius. All right. Okay. So when you come back to the seat, back is in the middle of, like, explaining that this is how many days you get. You just be like, ah, oh, how's your friend? She's coming to beat us. Ah, excellent. Go back to eating. <laughs> Cass has a much smaller meal. 
Yeah, I mean, like, if anyone's ever been to a sushi restaurant, it's literally, like, you pay by plate, and they're color-coded, so depending on how much you eat, it's not this, it's, like, your stack grows. <laughs> Alright, so you're there for about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, probably, like, your first round of food's gone through by this point, when Nyathal shows up, a uh, somewhat slender calamari woman with orange and purplish skin uh, in splotches, and a fish head, because, you know, she's a fish people. Stand up and take off my hat and off my hand. Howdy, man. I'll snap to attention. i look at the two of them and then look at her and look at my hand. Yeah, Vec goes for a salute too, and a salute is improving. Vec <laughs> <laughs> will just, I guess, stand. The first thing that she does is return the salutes, but doesn't hold them up long, and then kind of puts her hand down and then offers you a hand as well to shake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of give a smile and just be like, my name's Gar. <laughs> she kind of nods. She's like, Colonel Nyathal. <laughs> Pleased to meet you, Colonel. She kind of motions to, uh, you know, for everyone to have a seat back down. She's like, flight officers, good to see you again. Colonel. Colonel. So, I hate to spring this on you so quickly. We are in a predicament. Straight to business then. She kind of, Would you like me to order you something, ma'am? Um, she kind of stops and she's like, oh, sure. Get me a whiskey and then I'll grab what I need from the train as it comes back for the food. I try to see if I can get the attention of the person that he's ordering from immediately after. On me. <laughs> <laughs> he has twice as much money as the rest of us. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to have problems spending it properly. That's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> what is Gar's perception check? Um, you want me to roll the Skullduggery? Yes, I do. My cunning, so two. Two. So you're rolling a Skullduggery against two difficulty? Okay. Oh. I did not succeed, but I have three advantage and a triumph. I'm going to say that the waiter notices your signaling and has a moment of being like, Oh, like, you know, kind of, he, he clicks into what you want and realizes, and is like, absolutely, sir, and turns away, and it's only as he turns away that Gar realizes what just happened, and the waiter is already gone, so he can't undo what was said. I'm gonna stand up, and be like, excuse me, ma'am, and I'm gonna walk over to the waiter, and be like, hey, boy! And just be like, I'm gonna put my hand on his shoulder to make sure he doesn't walk away from me. Just like, stops and, you know, kind of pushes your hand away. <laughs> it doesn't move unless he's using some force. <laughs> Unhand me, please, sir. Oh, of course. I just want to make sure that my friend here didn't grab the bill. I reckon that I should be paying for my own things. Uh, I... You two weren't very sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of gives a look between you and then kind of looks back at the table with Vec. He's like, I will leave that to you two to sort it then, sir. And he turns around to walk away. <laughs> yeah, saunter back down. Stay asleep. <laughs> So as the the first round of drinks come from a somewhat timid waiter who's not quite sure what to do, uh, thankfully it's not bill time yet. And as I said, you know, grab food as you want it. Nyathal motions to cast and says, well, what's this predicament? Well, it's a very long story. The short version is we are currently being investigated by... Investigated. That's a fine way of saying we tried. They tried to execute us in orbit around Duro. Yeah. So, um, we really need to check in with our commander base on Horizon Base, and I wasn't sure where we'd be able to find secure connections, and I I didn't know where else to go. So this is why we are here. Uh, ma'am. Yes. Do you know what Dolo Industries is? Yes. My last name's Dolo. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, we were caught in a plot of helping the Sovereign Prince of Onderon escape off of planet, and uh, there's a bit of a tricky business there with me and my daddy and the Empire. 
I just wanted to make sure that uh, Cass is underselling this thing. <laughs> wait, wait, how bad am I looking at right now? Jad will just interject. We're in some deep shit, man. <laughs> Alright. Tell me it from the beginning. So, uh, as the story kind of, you know, comes to an end, she kind of nods. She's like, alright, well, we will arrange for you to get into contact with Commander Colmar at Horizon. Thank you, ma'am. If I'm being honest with you... Well, why wouldn't you be? Touche. Frankly speaking, you had a run-in with ISB and Imperials tried to kill you. Congratulations, you're part of the Rebel Alliance. In some cases, you had covers that were blown, and... That sounds harsh, especially when dealing with one's family, but as far as actual operational security goes, that's what it is. Yes, ma'am. Prince Valen's fate is regrettable. He could have been a great asset to us and was a hope for his people. Well, is why you done speaking in the past tense? It would serve the Empire best for him to be executed. Well, I reckon that's true, but... It surely hasn't happened yet. I mean, if they just done one of them dead, my daddy's got people on the ranch to do that. Cass is getting visibly upset by this conversation and is trying to not look it, but she is. Well, Jad noticed that. What is Cass's deception? It would be two yellow. Two yellow? So it would be rolling against two red. Three failure, two advantage. <laughs> A net fail... And a net threat. Ryan, you might notice that, like, something seems off, but you don't make the connection. Uh, you don't notice anything. Powerful force. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after all, my daddy used to be special forces. <laughs> she nods and says, we will take that into account. You can make that observation to... <laughs> <laughs> you can make that observation to Commander Colmar when you make your report. And hopefully something can be done for the prince if he is alive. But at the moment, that is not your concern. She oh. continues to eat. Like, I figure one of the reasons why I probably noticed was the fact that I was probably, like, sitting near you. So I'll just, like, yeah. I'll, like, put my hand on your shoulder, like, and look at you and sort of give, like, a nod. Chill now. This is good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So where are you from originally, man? <laughs> she kind of smiles and says, here. That's excellent. You like it here? It's my home, yes. You ever done leave off world at all? I've served off-world, yes. If you had to pick the second best place, where'd you be? Gar! Well, I'm, I'm mighty partial to Corellia uh, myself, but... Yes, we all know Gar. And so, I reckon it ain't fair to ask me what my favorite place would be. So it only seems fair to ask you what your second favorite place would be. <laughs> she kind of shrugs and says, Planet Manan is very similar and uh, agrees with me. And yourself? Well... I reckon I've been taking a liking to Onderon. I mean, I had nothing but fun there last time I've been, but I'd have to be under different circumstances. I see. Well, I mean, people are friendly, they like to hunt. What's not to like? What? <laughs> You're just going to continue to be friendly. <laughs> so how much of a bill does she rack up for him? So you're just like, or you know, the drink and keep eating? Like... Yeah, because he's being friendly. Yeah. How much of a bill does she rack up? Because I've already tagged my twenty-one bucks. How much? Like, how long does this lunch go on? As things are taken care of, like you know, once the actual business game being set up is done, how how long is there this commiseratingly? Are we talking half hour, an hour, two hours? 
As short as possible. Yeah, I don't know her. I don't want to, like, schmooze. <laughs> so... I don't mind schmoozing with her, but it's... I really, really want to check in with her eyes and base. Yep. So I imagine that between Gar's friendliness... Versus everyone else kind of pulling for the things to end, but you guys feeling somewhat socially responsible because, I mean, this is your old training officer. I'm going to say that this goes on for another hour, which is going to give you a, another bill of probably another 20 after everything is considered all mm-hmm. done. So how's the waiter deal with it? He comes up and, and is kind of has two bills in his hand, but kind of doesn't know who to pass them Thanks. to. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks at Vec before he hands one over. He's like, I, I just shrug and say thanks. This is one to each of you. <laughs> And so I'm gonna drop fifty bucks in total on the table. <laughs> There's equipment that costs less than that. <laughs> I, I cannot possibly conceive of how to roleplay the character consistently and have him be frugal on a day. Oh, I, I know, I get it. <laughs> that doesn't change the fact that it's ridiculous. <laughs> but that's what makes it so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> As things are done, you guys are given uh, bunks, temporary housing at the the base in Coral City. Essentially, all given up a you know, place to stay, and then it is arranged for you and anyone else who would like to be there or that you deem to be there to have a, a hollow transmission to Horizon. I like to go by myself. Am I aware that this decision is being made? I'm sure that you'd be in the room when the attendant comes and says, uh, "Flight Officer Wakeweight." Yes, sir. We have your uh, transmission ready. Thank you. Oh, excellent. I'd love to see how Kyle Miles doing. Gar, I'm going to take this one solo. Oh, hell, Cass, why? Do I embarrass you? I ain't going to say anything I ain't said before. That's not it. I would like to speak with the commander by myself. Shoot, I suppose that's your right. Mm-hmm. Sit back down. Hey, Davik, do you think uh, have any interest in going down to the docks and see if there's anything that uh, we can help out with there in the meantime? Yeah, let's do it. Are you like what? Sure. Well, there's always lots to do. It's well, one like word. I'd give a over and see what's wrong. Yeah, I'm looking forward to asking somebody else what. I'm I'm I don't know. Stand up. <laughs> Help the cause. Yeah, yeah. Help what's the cause do what? <laughs> Tilma. Tilma. He's going to go along. It's not that Edgar is like yeah. opposed to helping. It's just this idea of offering help yeah. out of nothing is really foreign. And like, because everybody has a job and they're doing their job. As he asks that, I'm going to like imitate him by like slapping him on the shoulder. It's like, <laughs> keep it going strong, Gar. That sounds mighty fine. <laughs> keep going along. You were brought to a hollow transmission room, and after a minute, the somewhat static image of Commander Colmar materializes in front of you. Commander, it is. It is so good to see you, sir. Flight officer. Um, so, we clearly, um, we're on, uh, deck. I can see that. Yeah, things went a little south, to put it lightly. So the prince, um, well, I imagine you might have heard by now the prince has been taken by the empire. We'd heard rumors, Yes. Yes. Apparently what happened was somehow they knew we were going to Corellia and intercepted, and the Dolo family kept us safe, but by doing so, sacrificed the prince. We were not aware of this until after it had already happened. He listens to your recount and kind of just seems quiet and nods. I wish I had better news for you, sir. May I ask you a few questions? We've been off the grid for over a month, and I'd like to just check in with the status of the... Of the uh, Tilma and Dolo families, have you... I know that the Tilma family, it was requested that they were moved to safety, and 
curious on the status of what's been going on at the Laurent also. He kind of takes a moment and picks up a data pad and kind of flips through. It's like, well, as far as uh, Mrs. Tilma, she was moved as per request that I put through to the Karelian Resistance. Where exactly she is, I don't have that information this moment, but last I heard, she is safe. Thank um, you, sir. And after you went dark, we had scouts at try and canvas the Dolo Ranch, but Imperial Presence is growing on Corellia. Honestly speaking, what little news I have from them is business as usual, but as I said, the Empire is in force on both Corellia and Andron. Sorry to hear that. We win some and we lose some, Flight Officer. It's not your fault. Thank you, sir. So, I'm at a loss what we should be doing now. My instinct was to go somewhere safe. I didn't want to return to Horizon Base because I didn't want to jeopardize giving up where you were. It was a good instinct. And it's probably the best place for your team to be right now. So what you should do is rest. Let them breathe some fresh air. Have some fun. We will get you back in the fight soon. Alright. As I said, you went off grid. So I have no mission set for you at the moment. Construction on Horizon continues. Although I will admit, we've had some resources diverted to other Alliance bases that are being prepped for uh, construction. Alright, so shall I report to you, or will you report to me, or how will I be in touch with you again? Either I will get in touch with you personally, or your orders will be relayed through the Alliance there. Alright, and I ask you this question every time. Have you have you heard any anything regarding... No, I'm sorry, Cass. Thank you, sir. That's, that's all I have to report. I'm glad you're safe, Cass. Thank you, sir. Oh, one other thing. I pass on what Gar's theory is about the prince. He nods. He's like, I know. We know he's alive. Oh. That's as far as the good news goes, I'm afraid, flight officer. We know he's alive because we picked up Imperial Intelligence chatter. It's a bit of a left turn, and we weren't expecting it, but apparently Mr. Dendup has been transferred to Coruscant. Alright. Thank you, sir. Of course. I shall wait for the instruction. Cass. Yes. Get some sleep. Have some fun. I'm not sure I remember what that is, sir. You were on the one planet where you have no chance of a stormtrooper trying to shoot you. Take advantage of it while you can. Trust me, I will have you being shot at soon enough. Thank you, sir. I look forward to it. He gives a slight wave and, you know, offers a salute and... She salutes him. Conversation is done. So, is there actually access here? To the Holonet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, can I just, as we're walking down to the shipyards, can, like, my dad be like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I'm going to say that, like, Nyathal at, at some point mentions to you guys that, you know, you need to get yourselves, essentially need the Wi-Fi password. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> there is Holonet here, and they have access because they have, like, dedicated slicer teams that are set up for firewalls coming in and out so that they can look up, but the Empire doesn't know where they are. So you need to get your stuff hooked into that, and I think that you guys can have that done. Like, we don't need to roleplay through all yeah. of that. Okay. Yeah. So eventually, yeah, once that's done, which at this point we can say it is, yeah, you'd be like, you've got mail. <laughs> you know, considering your plan of, I need to make sure that my card's in the hand of every woman that I run into, I'm sure you got a lot of mail. <laughs> <laughs> it is only because Cass made the introduction to this woman that I didn't put it in the hand of the Moncal. Oh, yeah, well, like, but I'm worried. It's not like, oh, hey, I kind of remember you. Uh, an Imperial guy showed up. 
It's like, please come and help. You can be like a completely different person. It's like, so I got a knock on my door. Uh, you want to go hang out so we're private? Or then there's the guard or something I need to tell you. He's yours. He's yours. I named him Gar Jr. He looks just like him. One of these things that I usually just, you know, call up the law- uh, daddy's lawyer. <laughs> Alright, so the four of you have been heading down to uh, the main starport, and I assume, from the sounds of it, this sounds like you're just jumping on the picker, right? Like, where do you yeah. need help? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so... We have check. I'm checking my mail. Like, you have mail from the twins. Triplets. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I wrote triplets. I know you did. And the brief message of it is essentially, and there's like encoded files, there's an encoded file that you can open, but the actual message itself says something like, you know, really sorry, dad grabbed you, that sucks. Got the information you were looking for. Does it look like this is one of their addresses I could respond to, or is this thing dead now that they sent it? It looks like you could respond with as innocuous a message as they sent you, right? Like, yeah. without going into the encrypted stuff, that's just, oh, dude, that sucks, but... Yeah. yeah. As we're walking down, and I suppose these guys are getting really into helping out, not helping, yeah. but it's... <laughs> well, if I know that I'm connected into the holonet, not expecting anything, I would check to see if I got a message from the parents, but yeah. Mm. There'd be a message saying that they were moving, but aside from that, nothing else. <laughs> That's fucking awesome news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he cut me off, not sure when I'll get to see you again. And then I'm like, open up the encryption. The encryption is the service record of one Lieutenant Kirsten Wakewaite's Imperial Navy. According to the uh, report itself, Kirsten seems to have had a fairly middling and unimportant career. He's been a navigator on a number of Imperial freighters and, like, you know, border patrols. And that's it. However, there's a note from the triplet saying, found this, uh, was about to send it to you, but then we realized dot dot dot, and there are still some security footage, right? Like, I imagine GIFs. That you recognize as being from the Dolo compound. Yeah, my home. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like, you're like, hey, that's my living room. And you see Imperial uh, ISB agent McCarran, uh, which you half recognize from the news report that you saw. Mm-hmm. And standing behind him in Imperial ISB uniform is the same person who was listed as Lieutenant Wade Quaid, freighter Maybe, pilot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, I mean, as we're going along, it's like, oh, shit. I'm going to turn off my data pad and just kind of... Like, look over my shoulder, because I'm assuming you've sort of trailed behind a little bit. Yeah, I'm just, like, literally, like, <laughs> looking at the dad, but like, I don't know, top and back with the family, and like, oh, shit. And I'm just going to turn off the screen and put it in my pocket. I figure at this point, Vec has finally got that message. He's like, Gar, Gar, my parents are... And he just, like, stops himself and gives, gives you a great big hug. He, like, uh, tries to the it fails really badly. <laughs> you gotta give him a, a clap. Just like, that's not the news I got, boy. Look, <laughs> my parents are moving. It's awesome. Also, yeah. I give, like, a little bit of a, a furrowed brow in your direction. There you are. They're on Corellia. But they're moving. They're gonna be okay. That's That's excellent. We'll have to celebrate later. I'm going to catch up with you folks. Absolutely. <laughs> Everything all right, Karen? Oh, my fine. And very, very best. <laughs> We're going to start walking towards the comms. Jad will look kind of quizzically at... at Davik? Davik. No, I just was going to look at him quizzically, but oh. is it like... Also, also to give like a shrug. So as that happens and he is walking away, you hear a... Jad! Jad Blackbrett! I'll kind of look around. And... One of the uh, V-Wing pilots that just landed and is climbing out has a, a gangly look similar to Iduro's, uh, but not quite the same. 
as he pops off his helmet, you can see he's uh, got a, a similar featured face. Except whereas your eyes are those kind of like, you know, the big solid color ones, his are smaller and have like a squiggly line through them where people should be. Emodian. He is an Emodian. Jad, you recognize Sib Hako, a fellow pilot that you trained with. Hako, you old piece of bantha poodoo, what have you been up to? <laughs> and he kind of gives a shrug, you know, kind of walks up and there's, you know, there's the manly fist hug of like... <laughs> <laughs> I pat three times, so it's yeah. not uncomfortable. <laughs> and he's like, you know how it is, saving the galaxy one day at a time? How long have you been posted here? Uh, I've been here about four months now with Swordfish. What's the V-Wing like? Oh, flies like a dream. Give her a hyperdrive, she'd be the best thing out there in the world. But, he has shrugs, no hyperdrive, so stuck on planetary protection. Uh, you should see what I'm flying now. It's got a hyperdrive, but... There's no X-Wing. Also, also to walk up behind uh, Jad as he's, as he's talking. It's like, hey, hey, don't knock it yet. Hey, Hako. You've not met Hako. As not I said, well, just because one of the few times that you and uh, Jad would have been separated was, is when he would have been in Starfighter. Ignore me. No, it's not a problem. And he's kind of like, you look remarkably like this guy. And he's actually, like, his species is from your planet. So this isn't being like, you Duros, I'll look this no, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Family resemblance. Oh, you're related? Oh. And, you know, places a hand on your shoulder. He's like, <laughs> My condolences to to your family, to your lineage, and any descendants that you might have. I pray that he burns in a fiery death at the earliest convenience for your well-being. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, like, I'll like put my hand on his shoulder. It's like, he tries every day. <laughs> and one of these days, I'll pull it off. <laughs> he kind of shrugs, and he's like, well, at least we get something, right? <laughs> He's like, why? What they got you flying? They don't have your own wire wings, do they? Follow me and I'll show you. <laughs> sure. And you know, as you walk over, and, you know, not to quote the movies too handily, but what a piece of junk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that thing got us through, what, how many flights of TIE Fighters? It didn't get us through them. We just kind of Briefly outran them. Hey, hey, hey. They literally went around us because... <laughs> because I'm a fantastic Exactly, pilot. exactly. At that point, Hako like, starts like doing like smacking you in the chest. He's like, actually, yeah, Um, this is the freight of the text we're talking about. Is it true that you've got a gunner that's got an intercept... Uh, that's got a squint kill? Yeah, that would be Waycoid. Oh, that's impressive. Why were you letting her fly the ship? <laughs> She has some sense to her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so while this is going on, you uh, are heading back, and sort of just as I, I'm imagining you get there, sort of just as she is leaving the comms room, because there was, you know, took her time to talk, and took you time to see it, and then walk back. And... Howdy, Cass. Uh, I need your attention private-like for a minute. All right. You got a room or something? <laughs> There'd be the bunk room that you guys were given, and as everyone else is at the starport, it's empty. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go there and just. And like... so, as we're talking, I'm gonna tell you what I've just found out. Valen's still alive. He? He's on uh, Coruscant. They say. Well, that's unexpected. They say what? Nope. But oh. last they heard, he's alive. So I, I don't mean to be rude, time. but I, I I ain't thinking too much on your news. Okay. Um. Oh, 
Vex very excited. He got good news from his parents. You can you can speak to him about that. And by the time we get the robot, yeah, I... the robot gonna shut the doors. Like anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, you need to read something, and then you need to look at something. So I'm gonna open it up at service record and just pass you my data pad. And it tells you all about Imperial Lieutenant Kirsten Wakewade, who serves as navigator on a border patrol. Yeah. Uh, don't get too enraged until you see the attached photos. Then you see the photos of ISB agent Kirsten Wakewade at the Dolo Ranch. That's that's my daddy's study. And uh, that's the lobby. Yes, Gar. And, and that that's the hallway. Gar, <laughs> I can see that. Thank you very much. What what the hell is your family doing? I never thought I would ever say this. Gar, let's get drunk. Show? I'm gonna take the data pad back and stick it in my pocket. Like, look, I ain't gonna ask you don't want to talk, but if and you don't want to share that with anybody else. Oh no, tell the whole goddamn world. Tell you what. When you're halfway through tomorrow's hangover, I'll ask again. And I kind of walk out. <laughs> I suspect Cass has gone a little white. And is probably shaking pretty bad, not really holding herself together very well. The first enlisted officer I see, I want to kind of grab his sleeve. Yep, you grab someone. Like, hey, I'm looking to get stupid. Where can I go find a good drink? Hey, he's kind of nice. He's like, oh yeah, you want, uh, you want the cellar club. Alright, where I find that? He gives you directions to it. Cass! <laughs> yes, sir! <laughs> Are we uh, picking up folks on the way or sending messages? Like, this I'm gonna send them a text. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I need to find the bottom of a bottle in a bad way. No, actually. No. Because if she's not... I gotta say no. Just because it's literally drinking time and I'm trying to figure out how inclusive versus describe. Oh, yeah. Because literally it is... Gar's discretion versus Gar's inclusiveness, and neither one are as strong as <laughs> I don't know which one would actually win. Alright, so, uh, in that case, then, I would like Cast to build a resilience check. Gar, too, if he's drinking. So, question, though. Yep. Well, uh, you know, me and Paco. So, where do we go to get some tail around here? When or if you encounter Cast and Gar will depend on Kassengar's roles and the advantage and threat that they might possibly generate. All right. Um, That's why I thought I'd mention it. I'm, I'm not sure, though, if i consider it, it should be advantage or threats, to be honest. <laughs> what am I rolling against? Are you being protective, or are you... Is this a, a mutual commiseration? It depends how fast you take your first drink. As fast as possible. I am okay. trying to erase yeah. my brain from my head. If you had paused on the first drink, then no, it'd be a commiseration thing. But, I mean, I've never seen you drink. You've made a point of not... Well, like, we had the beer that first time, but... Yeah. Alright, so that is going to downgrade one of the difficulties. Okay. And it will give her a boost die. Okay. And will not have the boost die. So it's downgrading the check for both of you, and she gets a boost die because you're... You are looking out for her. She's not looking out for you. Okay, when I say looking out for her, it's that I kind of expect her to get dead stupid. Yeah, trust me when I give the difficulty. Yeah, okay. Alright, so Cass, you are rolling up against four reds and one purple. Actually, you both are. Okay. That sounds about right. It would have been five reds, except yeah. Gar downgraded before you. You get one boost die. Oh, good. I guess no my <laughs> one and one. What, sir? Four reds and a purple. <laughs> I might die. No, it's a drinking, but yeah. You can die from drinking. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> I hope not in a Star Wars setting. Not as bad as it could have been. Okay. Three failures. Any threat or... No, three failures. Okay. Oh, oh, God. 
What's the net? Wow. <laughs> What's the net? <laughs> one failure and one threat. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Wow. I'm built to feel okay, That was an amazing roll, but I do have a decent brawn. Like, oh, my brawn is awful. I think the only person that has worse brawn is you guys. Yeah. So late that night, essentially, Hako, uh, Sip Hako is like, I will take you to the cellar club tonight, but I've got a tour to finish. So meet me back here at sundown. Bring your friends. All right, we'll go. All right. We'll be there. We'll be there. <laughs> hey, you want to drink to celebrate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is for the first time in like a month that Beck is happy. Yeah, like I want to go back and tell Cass. I'm like, oh man, if you're going to go talk to Captain Palmer, like thank him. So uh, that night, you know, we're looking at, ah, it's a 9, 10 p.m. standard time. And it was probably 2 p.m. when you guys went there. So about a $100 liquor bill? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to erase all my credits. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm taking you drinking. So, uh, uh Sib Hako and a few of his uh, Swordfish Squadron mates take you guys to uh, the Cellar Club. Well, Britt, I'm literally taking $100 off of my <laughs> credit. I don't here. even have $100. I have $90. Okay, I am spending $100 on our liquor. Like, yeah, so, so, so Gar's covered it for now. That's not technically done yet. You guys walk in, and it's actually going to be the threat that Gar generates, where, you know, you're having some fun, you know, maybe you bought a drink or two. You've been there for a little bit. Not long, but, like, you know, enough that you've done a walk around, right? And this isn't, like, a happening nightclub, per se, but it's the kind of small bar that becomes a happening club, because that's where, uh, and, like, you and I have been to them, like, the pilot bars, where, yeah. like, this is where everyone goes, and it, not to sound sleazy, but it's the bar that the sailors go to, and so the local people go there, because the sailors can be fun. Exactly. And eventually, one of you, and eventually all of you, so I don't need people to roll the fear of who first, notice Gar and Cass at the bar, and they are drunk. Cass is out of her mind, drunk. There is a pile of empty glasses. There is a number of empty bottles beside them. She's like half leaning on the bar, probably doing the like the the finger pointing <laughs> talk to Gar. <laughs> I'll look at Hawk and I'll be like, "Hey, there's the one with the ant kill. Squid <laughs> kill. Sorry, yeah." The squid's like, "Really? Oh, you have to introduce me. Let's go." And we'll walk over, you know, drink a hand. I'm assuming we're like not drunk, but you know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I figure you're still in your first drink. Like, so, but, but we've got that sort of like camaraderie, like yeah, yeah. camaraderie drunk thing going on. Yeah, I mean, while while Obnoxious. they sort of catch up, I mean, I'm going to start walking over too. But like, oh, I'm yeah. looking back and be like, is Cass like wasted out of her mind? Uh, we have to look into yeah. that. Uh, on that sense, on that statement, when you have that, you notice Cass grabs another shot and knocks it back. And slides it over to the other side. Maybe a little quicker. Is, yeah, something's not right. Let's do it. <laughs> so, do we see them yet? Not until they're like right beside you. I like, don't think I see anything. <laughs> How drunk is Gar? Only one threat. You were drunk, but you were not like am pass I, out slurry. Am I belligerent drunk yet? No, you're still happy drunk. Well, not happy. But yeah, okay. So yeah, you like for Gar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not fight picking drunk yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's Hako's rank again? Hako is ranked as a flight officer. Okay. The Cellar Club is one of the places on planet that pilots and, well, actually almost any officer refers to as no stripe, meaning rank doesn't count. Yeah. Like, you're in the bar, you are in the bar. You have a problem, step outside. Don't pull rank in here. Yeah. Like, respect the bar, not the rank. A number of pilot lounges on ships and whatnot, that's a, that tends to be yeah. a standing yeah. rule. Yeah. So I'll just, I'll call out as we're, as we're getting close. Wake away! Dad! Not you to meet my old buddy here. Hi, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll kind of pat him on the back and kind of like, 
introduce yourself. You know, the Nemoidian kind of smiles and offers hands towards you. He's like, heard you got a squint kill. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm pretty awesome. <laughs> Jed's just going to be like, what the fuck is going on? This is awesome. Uh, by this point, I think Vec and Davik have joined in probably enough at like the exact moment to hear Cass be like, yeah, I'm pretty awesome. Uh, Cass or, uh... Vec! Are you... Vec, your mom is okay. Your mom is okay. I talked to the... And they said she's okay. You're good. You're They're good. Thumbs up, bye. <laughs> Everything is good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. <laughs> well, they're doing this. I'll introduce Hako to Karen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Karen Howdy. Karen. I am not sober enough to not crush his hand, am I? Like, how uh, are Not enough that you're causing bone oh. damage, but okay. uh, enough that, like, you hurt him. Like, <laughs> uh, like, like <laughs> strong, strong grip you, you got there. Well, a Nemoidian. Yeah. The, so he's, episode one. He's not, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. He's not wearing a, uh, you know, voluminous robes. He's got a pilot suit on. I mean, he pulls his hand back, he's like, oh, sorry about that. He's <laughs> like, ah, no, no problem. Kind of gives a, you know, pat on the head. It's like, Jad was telling me that you guys had a bit of a, a furball a, week, a few weeks ago. Yep. <laughs> Glad you made it out alive. Well, well we barely got a scratch. So, Liar! And, technically speaking, although it's it's a bit uh, sketchy, Vec also has would have like a, a, a kill mark. Like, you, you took down the tie. Yeah! <laughs> I wasn't aiming at it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy, he's great. Uh, yeah, Vex not really sure how to accept compliments. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like, oh, he's getting attention, it's from a cop. <laughs> or car. Yeah, it's like, it's, oh, Vex is funny, Vex always calls me sir, and it's cute. Jan's gonna flag down the bartender and buy shots for the two of you. Something akin to, like, bottom shelf tequila that's just supposed to be, like, painful because it's funny. <laughs> he brings it over to you, and you expect it to be funny. You notice that there are two empty bottles with the same label by that. <laughs> I want to try and, like, get the bartender just sort of aside and be like, how long have they been going at this? He's kind of like, uh, I think they came in a couple hours after lunch. Oh my. <laughs> Do I hear any of that? I wasn't sort of like, you know, like I was yeah. trying to sort of... Yeah, that's why I'm asking, right? Yeah, 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 something yeah. you notice, but not here. Like, you see the, you see him, like, take Oh, then, yeah, that would be too subtle, because if I don't hear it, then it's... <laughs> would you actively try and listen, and if you notice him kind of, like, heading to the no, side... No, I might be doing then, that, <laughs> No. You can place it in, but aside from that, like, there is, like, there is loud music at this point. There's... Well, you've already told me I'm not in the fighting mood yet, nope. so I'm not suspiciously leaning into conversations. <laughs> <laughs> He's a happy fight, not an angry fight. Well, yeah, yeah, because if I'm looking to pick a fight, I have to lean into conversation so I know what to say to upset you. <laughs> I picture Drunkar as, like, Russell Crowe's um, fighting around the world character from South Park. <laughs> so what you boys done did to while we was out? Kind of motion to the drinks? <laughs> I showed old Hako here the Minoc. That is an excellently named irony. Can't argue with that. <laughs> the, the Minoc? I like the that. The Minoc, thank you very much. He's like, you came up with that, didn't you? I wish I could claim that name. Dad's not smart enough to come up with that. That's not what we keep I around I love you, Dad. You're a good pilot. That's what we keep around for. She leans right into Jad. Jad's a great pilot. <laughs> don't let him, like, don't tell him I told you. She's like, 
Yeah. Uh, I was like, don't, don't tell him that. It'll go to his head. It already did. It's okay. It can't get any worse. Just laugh and like, like as soon as you say it can't get any worse, I just laugh and laugh. <laughs> and so does Cass. <laughs> Time. This is awesome. Because your butt otherwise has a stick. <laughs> I'm not gonna reach for the drink and just kind of. And I. Is there a bottle on the counter? Yeah, there's probably one or two. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna just start drinking out of the bottle. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm gonna start looking around for something. <laughs> Peck actually normally likes to drink, but now he's back at designated driver mode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right? I, I couldn't yeah. drink at the other place. I can't drink here. Oh, Haku passes you a drink. Yeah, I'm not drinking it. Because, <laughs> yeah, Cass has him super suspicious, so he's not going to drink. <laughs> pretty much. Davik's on board with that, too. Yeah. Especially since I caught her reaction when they were talking about... What's your face there? Right? When they were talking about Valen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this... Dabbik is very suspicious. Alright, well, uh, I'm assuming that the night continues on as uh, horribly drunken festivities between Jad, Sib, Gar, and Cass, unless anyone intervenes. <laughs> um, Jad's looking to take advantage of the target-rich environment. <laughs> Do you like sushi? Or seafood? Not opposed to it. You know, <laughs> look, look at Jad. Then, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jad can take advantage. He's, he's, ca- he's, he's Captain Kirk. He doesn't care, you know. <laughs> like, most non-Moncal or Quarren females are... Or males, for that matter, frankly. Are pilots, right? Or officers, right? So it's... It's a target-rich environment, but it's... But it's you gotta like the local flavor. No, not necessarily. <laughs> just you gotta try harder, because it's like... I suppose. Being a flyboy isn't as impressive when she's a fly girl. Like, yeah, it's, true. <laughs> And the frankly speaking, used to dealing with your shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Jed. <laughs> then, yeah, I don't even need a roll. <laughs> At some point, you leave to go back to her place. Oh, no, not even back to her place, just the bathroom. <laughs> Do it on the counter? Right there on the counter. It was a long cruise. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast. For character bios, fan art, and more, check out our wiki page at roguesalliance.wikia.com. Music and sound effects are owned by LucasArts, Lucasfilm, Valve, The Walt Disney Company, or are from the sites freesound.org, freesfx.co.uk, and tabletopaudio.com. Questions and comments can be sent to Feedback at roguesalliance.ca. Tune in every two weeks for more of our ongoing adventures as we blow stuff up, learn rules, and generally have a good time. Alright. We should all have, like, discipline checks against each other. (laughs) How long can you stand being your car? Tell me it from the beginning. We don't actually have to go through it all, but... Here's our podcast! (laughs) First step one, stop recording your goddamn moves! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dr. Horrible. This whole podcast is actually a video blog that the party does. Are you kidding? At some point, I'm assuming it's going to be evidence. <laughs> I'm just sort of picturing like Arrested Development in the Star Star Wars universe. Oh God! I'm trying to think of a good insult, like a friendly insult. Yeah. Like um, 
Still taking meds after being with your mom. <laughs> oh, wait, how friendly? <laughs> Would these guys mind that we have a highly illegal restricted bomb on the ship? Probably not, actually. Okay, just make sure. <laughs> like, Ill- illegal to who? Like, we're terrorists. Well, I-, I know, but it's <laughs> insurgents. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like, you know, better paperwork. <laughs> that, uh... Oh my god, I forgot your name. Davik? Davik, yes. Thanks. Your brother? <laughs> you could have just said my brother and we wouldn't have known. Yeah, I know, but I thought that you forgot Andrew's name. <laughs> but your name's Andrew? The like you, time. with the face. Yeah. yeah. Ginger beard. The other beard. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, and you were brought down to Coral City, one of the floating cities of Dak, and the, uh, the capital of it. Damn it, Coral. Like, I imagine gifts, not gifs, gifs. <laughs> Damn um, right. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um. Tonight I'm gonna get a little stuff of Jeff. Ah, Destiny Boy. <laughs> Makes me smarter than Ryan.